always the hardest part of the podcast. Welcome back to the Voiceover Gurus podcast. I'm your hostess, Linda Bruno, and uh, today I'm getting a nice little luxury because he's always busy. Uh, I've got a, a few moments of Mike Hand's time. Uh, hello, Mike. <laughs> Hi, Linda. Thanks for having me on. Now, I need like your professional title because I wouldn't really know how to describe what you do. Oh, uh, executive producer. Okay, and it's for? For the Universal. <laughs> the, the company's changed hands a couple times. Right. It's for uh, Universal Comedy Network. Okay, and you guys provide comedy bits. We, yeah, what's the? We produce... Yeah, we produce uh, short-form comedy for radio shows across the country. That subscribe so, or something? Is that what they do? Yeah, they sub- subscribe to our website, and um, we produce probably five bits a day, five uh, original comedy bits a day, and uh, the radio stations can then download them from our, our website and, and use them at their discretion. So you're basically, you're a comedy writer, and you're also a comedy actor, because you perform in these things, too. A lot of hats on, on this side. Yeah. Um, the, it's, it's writing, uh, performing, and producing for me. That's crazy. Now, you and I have worked together for a few years. Um, I was with you guys when it was ACN, American Comedy Network. Um, That's right. Yeah. And I'm one of the females that you guys use. And I have to say that working with you guys is like the highlight of my week. No (laughs) offense to any other client that I have, but, you know, I never know what you're going to ask me to do. Uh, Because, you know, the comedy bits, they, you know, are generally based on what's happening in the news or something that's going on. So you never know what voice is going to be, you know, asked. And it's it's awesome because it's like, ooh, what are you going to do today? (laughs) You know? (laughs) From day to day, we have no idea what we're going to do. We're we're looking at the news constantly, and we're we're pulling from the headlines. You know what's what's being talked about today. What's what's topical, and we we basically just write jokes all morning long, and and then produce everything in the afternoon and and get all that content out. Um, so by the uh, by the evening. What time do you guys start? Like your average day? Oh, we'll roll in about noon. <laughs> No. <laughs> um, just because of time constraints, we, we start about 9, 9.30 okay. um, in the morning. And then I'm producing probably until 7 p.m. Jeez, Louise. That's a long yeah, day. Well, well, if Louise would pull her weight a little bit, <laughs> I think I'd be able to get out of here a little earlier. Now, you have someone on your staff as well that like garners information and stuff. Like, Don't you have someone that works on that? We have a we have a written prep, um, and uh, people who are doing morning shows and stuff they know what, what the what that prep is. It's we're it's it's a service like like ours and and one that we provide. Um, it's a, just a huge long sheet of information um, that we provide to the radio stations as well as our audio content. Um, they kind of complement each other. An added bonus. And, and an added bonus. They and and it's it's basically the the. The current news and and current um, lifestyles and weird news and mm-hmm. celebrity birthdays, if you want them, right? Now, because me- I I don't know I don't know about you, but if if I don't know who was born, I, if I don't know that today's Brad Pitt's birthday, I can't go on with my day. It's true. It's true. It's all I think about <laughs> and wonder about. 
or that it's today is we're celebrating tequila or something that there's some uh, something happening in the world that uh, we all need to know about so now <laughs> you're i mean you guys are constantly writing comedy bits how the heck do you i mean is your background in comedy i'd like to say it is <laughs> well isn't everyone's <laughs> But the gift of being able to write, especially, I mean, you told me the other day that you have, you guys have written how many bits over the lifetime of the companies? How many bits? Of, of just just this company, um, we've been doing this for a little over four years. I think I think we have 6,000 bits. 6,000 bits. In in four years? Yeah, it's... I, 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 how do you come up with all that? I mean, that's unbelievable to me. You know, I was excited to say the number, and now it's a little depressing. <laughs> Why are you depressed? I feel like I should be doing something more important with my life. <laughs> than 6,000 bits for than, radio than just stations. Ma- than just <clears throat> making fun of whoever's president right now. Right, right. <laughs> Who is that, by the way? My God, it's just, but how do you, where's your source? Like, I mean, I get, I get that you have the information that you have to write about, but how do you get the comedy to come out? Uh, the first step of our day is, is a creative meeting. Um, and we, we, we just bounce ideas off of each other. Spitballing? We, yeah, we try to come to the meeting with, with ideas already. Mm -hmm. Um, but sometimes it's just, it's hard. Um, yeah. to, to come up with ideas. So, you know, we, we'll just, we'll just start throwing stuff at the wall and at each other. And <laughs> if something sticks, something sticks on the wall or on each other, then you then, run with you know, it. We can, we can, we run with it and, and we'll, we'll get something produced. Wow. Wow. I, I, that's amazing to me, especially cause you, you have to come up with content. You're being paid for this. Yeah. There's no way not to come up with it. And and there are some days that are better than others, and <laughs> and for me it, it was it was really a learned process because I I, I came from uh, I was doing computers before this, and I you know there was there was a computer opening at the comedy company, and I said okay I'll I'll take a look at that, but but I, I had been doing um, is that radio? S- oh, that's seriously I'm how sorry? you got into the comedy? Like there was a computer opening at a comedy place? Yeah. Are you? Serious? Yeah, their their computer guy was was leaving, and they, I, I saw the um, actually I didn't even see the the job posting. A friend of mine's a friend of mine's mother in law saw the job posting. Oh my gosh! And said this would be good for Mike, and so Mike went and applied. Um, How random! And that's that's me. It was quite random. Um, but I, you know. She knew my background. I had been doing radio, and and earlier in life, um, I was involved in a, in a sketch comedy show. Okay. So it was it was really kind of uh, just the combination of a lot of skills that I already had, and getting my foot in the door with the computers was great. And then I really kind of learned the process of of getting all these bits out every day. Um, you know, coming up with the ideas, writing, producing, mm-hmm. and uh, and just went from there. Now it's been it's been eleven years now. Wow, that's amazing. Did you ever see yourself doing this like 12 years ago? Um, well, I see my... No. <laughs> Sorry, that was a chair. <laughs> um, no, because I was, I was very... I was couched in this computer job, and it was, it was fine. I was doing fine. Right. And then, and then this came, came along. <laughs> and now I can't picture myself doing something else. Wow. 
Well, it's always impressive because I get to see these. Well, I get to see the beginnings of the bit, you know, and only if I remember to get onto the site to listen to the finished product do I get to yeah. truly well, appreciate. Ev- every single thing you do is riotously funny. <laughs> of course. Everything okay. I do is amazing. It, 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 you haven't heard all of it, right? <laughs> no, I have just not. Tru- <laughs> just trust me that it's it's the funniest thing you've ever heard in your life. Well, you guys have asked me to do some really weird stuff. And you do it. And we're so appreciative. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. Now, here's a question for you. When you guys are like, you know, you're bouncing the ideas off each other because you got to write something funny. Um, do you keep in mind, because, you know, you have other staff uh, announcers. Do you keep in mind the voices that you have on staff that you can work with? We do. We have to because j- just because of who we know what resources we have mm-hmm. um but we're lucky enough that the resources we have are so versatile um so so i mean if we come up with an idea and we're like hey we've never done that before do we think we can get it done usually the answer is yes mm-hmm. because because the talent that we that we use is so um is so versatile like i said and um there, there's not much that we we can't do um, that's cool. because we're pulling from such a, a great talent pool. That's great. It's a, so as voice actors, I mean, you know, for me, character voices was just not something that I intended to do for a living. It was just something I always did since I was a kid, just making funny voices. So, uh-huh. you know, <clears throat> my ex-husband, who used to work with you guys, is the one that got me introduced to y'all. Not familiar. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I don't think that I would have ever taken a chance to try to get in with a comedy network. Yeah, you know, because for me, I'm, you know, your standard promo narration chick. Um, so the fact that my ex-husband knew all the funny voices I did and then recommended me to you guys really opened up like this whole new world for me that I didn't even realize I had in me. Is that really what what the hurdle would have been? Just because you're you were you were just doing more traditional uh, announcing and yeah, I would have would not have had the confidence to think that anybody would think like that whole year that I did Hillary Clinton for you guys. I yeah. you know I'm like like really people think things is they think this is funny. You know it, I still was like in shock a bit because um, I don't hear it that way, but it's probably because I'm the biggest critic of myself. Uh, well, you, uh, yeah, you will be. <clears throat> you know so and I don't. I mean, I know what I think is funny, but I don't know. I guess I don't know as far as a professional what a professional would think is funny. <laughs> that that makes that's, sense. That's a that's a hard that's a hard thing to to realize. Um, yeah. Because everybody everybody thinks they have a sense of humor, but everybody's sense of humor is different. <laughs> um, but yeah, your Hillary stuff was great. Um, you know, and I don't I don't know if you want to talk about how how you came into that voice um yeah, but i mean for me it's like when you tell me oh you need to sound like this celebrity or whatever i usually get on youtube like so many voice talent do and you watch videos and listen listen to them in interviews um and with hillary clinton for me it's just you know hearing her obviously you know her being in the news and the media for so long and then i don't know for some reason I got that Fire Marshal Bill character from uh, <laughs> from, from <laughs> Jim Carrey, and the way he yeah, would living color. yeah, when the way he would laugh. I don't know how the hell I made the connection between the two, so it just seemed funny. <laughs> so, you know, I for me it's the same thing. I throw it against the wall and and see if it works. But yeah, and it was it was your Hillary was definitely working. I mean, it, it, how you got there, um, it 
the results showed because we would get we would get requests from our radio affiliates. You know, even even if we didn't have a Hillary bit that day, they'd say, "Hey, we wrote something. Can can Linda do this for us for as as Hillary?" And you know, we were getting requests like that. So I mean, that that voice was 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 great for us. I just wish that I had a better way to describe how to get to it. Like, okay, so you have to do character but, voices. How do you get to it? I I, I listen to Fire Marshal Bill. <laughs> That's your inspiration. And and then uh, I just go from there. <laughs> I say, no, it's, it's a little higher. It's a little lower. It's a little... Um, but no, like like you said, you, you had been doing character voices forever. I, I've been doing character voices forever. And, you know, there, there are there are impressionists out there who are way better than we are. Oh, gosh, yes. Um, but you, you just you kind of hear. I guess there are two ways to do an impression. Um the, the first way is to sound exactly like the person and 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 get all of their their affectations mm-hmm. and, you know you, you try you try to you try to make your mouth the same shape as their mouth mm-hmm. and and then the the sound will form and, and and the sound will come out sounding the same and you know to get to get a realistic impression but then the, the other way to do an impression and and sometimes we prefer this way um is to is to really do a caricature yes. of 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 that person. Yeah. So so you 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 latch on to you know one particular affectation or one particular uh, saying that they have or that they've said. Turn that into a catchphrase and and you you run from there. So the 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 characters sometimes can take on a life of the of their own apart from whoever you were impersonating in the first place right um and that's 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 impersonation um there's also just you know generic voices like you know you've got your english accent southern accent uh, right you know any kind of different accent um that stuff i think is just is just listening to it a lot Mm -hmm. and, and and being able to to kind of pare it back you know how how the how those people are are talking and and, and being able to pr- pronounce words the same way they do. Car- I mean, caricature is the best way that I've ever used to describe it when pe- people say, how do you do it? And I just, because for comedy, you know, you don't want to hear you. I'm not a professional impersonator. So, you know, if I need to just do my version of it and it's usually over the top, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, it's got to be over the top. <laughs> and and I, was, I, was, I was listening, I forget what I was listening to, so I won't try to credit it. So I'll, I'll take credit for what I'm about to say, even though I didn't say it first. Um, <laughs> the, there aren't a lot of voices today that are really good for impressionists. Like if you go back a few years, you know, you've got Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, you keep going back, you've got Jack Nicholson, Sean Connery, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, all these people had such distinct voices and to do an impression of them. It was it was easy to pick out what they were doing, but now it it almost feels like everybody sounds the same. Hmm. So so to really pick, to really do an accurate impression of somebody, it's almost like you have to do a caricature because, you know, we don't have those those big unique voices anymore. I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm sure if if we spent some time looking for them, we we would find some. But you know, I, how do you do an impression a, a Brad Pitt versus a George Clooney? Right. I know there you know, there's not much. Do they do they 
do they sound different? I, I mean, I know they do. I can recognize their voices, but there's there's nothing really to latch on to. Unless you do them as with, one of their characters in a movie or something, you know. That's true. Yeah, yeah, like Brad Pitt from Snatch, and I'm not even. Oh yes, <laughs> and that accent that he took on that you yeah. couldn't even understand what he was saying. Yeah, no, I, I hear what you're saying because it is tough. Like, well, some of the women that you have me do, it's you know, I, I'm I'm like, wow, I don't. She sounds to me like a normal, normal chick. But right, and then it's like, well, what? Do you, how, how am I going to do this voice? Uh, just do Linda. <laughs> yeah, and then and then we'll see what Linda sounds like, <laughs> and then we'll change it. <laughs> then we'll make it better. <laughs> Well, the script always says "wom" meaning woman, <laughs> or yes. And you are, l- l- hang on, you you are the best wom in the business. <laughs> yes. What well, the other day was F was an, an F on there? You were. It was an F, and I don't even know what that was standing for because it wasn't. Oh, maybe female. <laughs> female. Yes. I'm either female or wom. <laughs> that, those are the parts that that we sent you. So you're the you're the best F and wom in the business. Now you guys also work with um you don't you work with some people I mean I know that you write parody songs but don't you write with a there's another guy that does like music parodies for you guys Well we send out um we we write all of the parodies um we do have some freelance writers um but we we do send out the parody songs to uh to music producers um at at their own studios um, So you write but, the whole thing and then they perform it And then they perform it and the, and they'll produce it but actually today uh, I've got one. Um, the The tracks are coming back to me. I I'll, I'll produce the song. Um, okay. So it's it, it's really just kind of a, a a mix. A mix of stuff. Wow. Yeah, but I song parody. I, I I like doing song parodies. A lot of people get annoyed with song parodies. Um, yeah. Why? It's not their cup of tea. <laughs> not everybody's cup of tea. Not, it's not everybody's <laughs> cup of tea. Hey, either you love them or you hate them. But I think they're fun, so I think I picked the right job. <laughs> now you guys work with um, Ed, who's like a phenomenal voice actor. Ed Kelly. Oh my gosh. Ed Kelly is great. Um, he does like a the, billion the, freaking voices. Yeah, the amount of voices he can do. If if you, if if I could show you the the list of custom voices that that we do, I think. You and I are on the list, but we have like two of those voices, <laughs> yeah. and and then Ed is is there. There are probably like forty voices there that that Ed does. But he's like a comedy um, guy from the get go, right? Wasn't he? He he used to um, he used to actually be on staff at at the the original incarnation of uh, Universal Comedy Network, okay, American Comedy Network. He was he was on staff. He was a writer, um, and uh, and he was the their voice actor. I mean, he's, he did all the voices and he, and he still does for us today. Wow. Yeah. He's, he's, I love yeah, hearing great. some of his stuff. Well, usually when I talk to students and they'll ask me, a lot of people come to me and they go, I want to do character voices and I want to be in a cartoon. And I'm always like, well, you're kind of on the wrong coast cause we're in New York. Um, and there's a yeah. lot of just, you know, <laughs> straightforward, unless you're going to try and get into video games. And even that's kind of an underground thing over here. Um, but I say you got to go to the West Coast. So, but they don't realize that there's other avenues of character voice work that can be done where you don't have to move to L.A. Um, but the, you know, there was asking, well, how how do I get into that and how do I do it? And and the only thing advice I can ever give is that I just say, you know, you really need to be great with letting go, you know, losing any kind of self consciousness. And if you can take improv classes and get involved in that, I think that's a great place to start. Do you have any? advice that you think you could give for 
I think the best thing that anyone doing uh, character voices or cartoon voices can do is to really, no matter what decision you're making about the voice you're going to do, is to really commit to it. Um, always, what, what, whenever you make a decision, like I, you know, it, it's it's a high voice. It's it's got a, a lisp. Mm. Um, you know, whatever. Just commit to it because I think with that commitment comes a, a certain level of sincerity in that voice. And it, it, it makes, it shines through in the performance and, and makes the, the people listening to it are going to, they're going to, they're going to react to it better. It's going to sound, even if it doesn't sound natural, it's going to sound like it belongs. Um, and, and really that's that for me, that that's, that's really important because of the, the stuff that we do. Um, if we're doing a, a, a wacky zany comedy bit, and somebody comes in and, and goes halfway with it, um, you know, our, our voice actors, it, it's not it's not going to come across as well. And for, for two reasons, um, the the ideas aren't going to get across um, because because we'll we'll write these things with these wacky zany voices in mind. And also the the performance isn't going to come across because it it is because it's an audio medium. Um, everything should be exaggerated a little bit. Um, and, and even, and, and sometimes it should be exaggerated even more than a little bit. Um, because there's no visual to go with it. And, and we're, we're all trained to watch videos and, and we see a performance and somebody is acting crazy and, you know, flailing their arms. We, we need to hear, like if, if a character's flailing their arms, we need to hear that in the performance. Um, so, so, you know, anything that, that, that character would be doing on a video or in person, it needs to come through in the, in the performance. And I think commitment to any decision that you make while, while performing that voice is, is going to help you, is going to help all of that performance shine through. We did a, my favorite bit yet of all the years that we've worked together was the Jim Beam bourbon whiskey. (laughs) Jim a beam a bourbon whiskey, and it's that's a, when an, an Asian company bought the, uh, the the company that produces Jim Beam. I love it so much. I think I'll probably put it at the end of this podcast so you can hear it. <laughs> but several of us are in it, and it talk about commitment because you just have to go for it with the voices. You know, we couldn't think twice. It was just like go for it to get the comedy to come out. Yeah, just get just get everything that's inside you. Put put it in your microphone. Not your lunch, though. Leave that out of the microphone. <laughs> but just what's inside your but, creativity. Exactly. But you know what I'm talking about because you yeah. worked in radio. You, oh, yeah. you come in for your shift, and somebody was in there in the previous shift, and they were eating like Doritos oh, and onions come or something. On. And. Do- we hey, this to... is part of the business, right? <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, voice talent these days work by themselves, so they they're only like you know staring well, at their I'm, own spit. I'm just describing what it was like in the <laughs> trenches. That was all. I got stories for you that incorporate not, 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 not dandruff. All of us made it out and, alive. Oh, dandruff. Dandruff and scabs on boards and oh, oh god, I wow. know. Wow, wow, I wasn't even going to go there. You you started this. Now this is what I'm going to oh. think about. Thank you. <laughs> and on that note, oh I am actually going to put I'm going to put the uh the podcast the um the bit that we did at the end of this podcast because oh, cool. I lo- I love it so much. But thank you so much for taking the time to talk Absolutely. to me. Absolutely. It was and, fun. And express the, you know, your perspective of uh, with character voices and um 
This was the voice. This was. This is the Voiceover Gurus podcast, and I was speaking with Mike Hand from Universal Comedy Network. Now you guys are part of United Stations now. Is that the situation? Yeah, uh, they they bought us. They bought you. All right. They said, "Here, here's some money. Now we get you." <laughs> Now you're ours. But everybody's still getting paid, so we say, hooray! Yay! That's all we think. So thanks again, and I'm sure you'll be hearing a podcast from us very, very soon. Have a good one. Bye. When you want to drink like an American Western cowboy, you want to get shot? I require Jima Beam. Jim Beam Bourbon Whiskey. Jim Beam Bourbon Whiskey. It'll make me good at video game. Hooray! Favorite drink of alcohol drinker. More fun than Fukushima. Hooray! Jim Beam, get you into exclusive club. Hero, my name, Nakamura. Hi, Nakamura. Hooray! Jim Beam Bourbon Whiskey. Jim Beam Bourbon Whiskey. Make me famous like Rinzi Rohan. I feel like I'm in Kentucky. It make brain mushy. Look for cowboy robot on a rebel.